Hey everyone, welcome to today's call where we're going to talk about love versus hate. Which one is the better one for weight loss motivation? And the reason I bring this up is because I think most of us know intuitively or obviously that what most people use to try and motivate themselves to lose weight is hate. They try hating themselves. I hate my body. I hate how I look, hate how I feel, and I need to change it. And that's pretty much the de facto motivation that people rely upon. Um, and they will say, well, you know, once I lose the weight, then I will love myself. You know, then, then it'll happen. Then I've earned it. Then I deserve it. And so I want to talk about these two things because I have found that to not be the best uh, motivation. Uh, so spoiler alert, <laughs> I think love turns out to be the much, much, much stronger motivator to help you master your weight. Um, but let's talk about it a little bit because I want to convince you because I know that you believe probably in your mind, in your heart, that hating the situation you're in is the better motivation to get you to take action. Um, but it falls short for a couple of reasons. So let's talk about it. First off, usually when people think about motivation that they have for weight loss, if you really take a step back and think about it, it usually comes out of a pain-based experience, right? You step on the scale, you see a picture of yourself, you got to go to the doctor, someone says something mean, um, something triggers you to have a very painful experience with your weight and your body. And you get in this very emotional state where you hate it. You hate that feeling. It's very unpleasant. And you hate your body. You hate the situation you're in. You hate that you let yourself get into it. And you say, that's it. I'm going to change it. And in that very emotional, painful state, you tend to choose a very um, extreme weight loss plan or something very, very strict where there's no room for error because this is it. You're going to do it this time. You stick with it for a little while and then it fades away. Or you stick with it and you start to get some results. <laughs> and then as you start to get some results, you start to notice your motivation starts to go down and it gets harder and harder for you to stick to the plan. Why is that? Um, well, if you're only using pain uh, as motivation, then that's what you're gonna experience because you're, you need that high level of pain in order to motivate you to take the action. But what happens when you start to lose some weight? Well, the pain starts to go down and so does your motivation if that's what you built it around. So there's, those are the two big problems. The first one is that the motivation goes down as the pain starts to recede as you start to get better results. And the other piece is that your brain does not like pain. Right? So your brain, your brain is, is literally created. It's a pleasure-seeking mechanism. So this idea that you're going to hate everything about yourself to get yourself to take positive action, um, well, how has it worked for you? <laughs> you know, I guess is what I would say. So um, it's time for you to take a step back and realize that there might be a better way to motivate yourself. And it may come from a place that you've never really considered and have just a reflexive kind of rejection of. And so I want you to kind of open yourself up a little bit and consider it because the alternative to hating yourself in order to motivate yourself to lose weight is to start loving yourself, to love your body right now, whatever the situation is, to love yourself, even if you got yourself into this situation and to use that love to demand more for yourself, not necessarily from yourself. So it's not this, I guess, right, we have to take one more step back because it's a different paradigm shift. Um, we want to get out of the, the short-term weight loss phase where we really want to put the screws to ourselves and kind of whip ourselves to get ourselves to take action, intense action to lose some weight. And instead, we want to realize that there's no whipping of ourselves. <laughs> there's no punishing ourselves in this other paradigm I'm talking about. It's a paradigm where you start to truly connect with yourself. You start to feel deep love for yourself, um, forgiveness, appreciation, gratitude, all these wonderful emotions. You start to feel those. And from that place, you start to 
crave and desire more of those good feelings. And you realize that the quickest, easiest way to get more of those feelings of love, success, momentum, encouragement, hope, all these wonderful things is to start making healthier choices, to start eating healthier foods, to start living healthier. So you start to feel better. So you start to feel encouraged about what you're doing. And ultimately, so that you start to look and feel the way that you deserve, right? So this is the love I'm talking about. And so you don't have to love how you look. You can love yourself and wanna look better. That's fine, okay? Um, but when you start with this feeling of love, you're gonna notice right away it feels so different and it's just so much more effective because, you know, when we hate ourselves, it's an unpleasant feeling. And so a lot of times we're going to look for relief from that hate that constantly trying to whip ourselves and screw on all this, this angry energy, a lot of times leads to us overeating because we just can't keep it up. And we just want, oh, I need a break from it. Well, there, here comes the food. Okay. So with the love, it's so much more energy efficient. <laughs> First off, because we're not trying to whip ourselves. We're saying, okay, listen, what do I deserve? What do I owe myself? What do I want to experience in life? Who do I want to be? You see, I want to be this version of myself. I want to feel better. I want to just be free of the food and the weight and all of the pain. I want to live a life of pleasure, of happiness, of joy, right? All these wonderful things. And so that becomes the goal and the focus. And we consistently move towards that with each and every decision, each and every behavior we make. So it's not oriented just around the weight loss. It, 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 that is a goal of it, but that goal is almost secondary. And we focus on the day-to-day -day behaviors and actions and decisions that we get to experience right now. And so instead of saying, I'm gonna lose some weight so that I can love myself, oh, that just doesn't sound right, right? When you say it out loud, it just doesn't sound right. And instead we say, you know what? I don't give a shit what weight I'm at. I deserve to feel love for myself. And if I don't love myself, who's going to? You know, it always starts with you. And so we start with, I want to love myself. I, I owe this. Who gives a shit if I'm overweight? Who cares if I've struggled with my eating? I can still love myself. I still deserve love. So we start with that idea. And again, you know, I'm, I'm coming, I'm, I'm trying to give just like straight time. I don't want to go into the deepest stuff, but in Program Yourself Thin, we're always taking that step back and we're in a different paradigm. And it's an inside out approach to weight mastery. It's not this, right? Because what are what most people doing? They're, they're whipping themselves like they're a horse, trying to get themselves to lose weight. So then what? Then they deserve love. Then they deserve happiness. Then they deserve to feel confident. I don't know. I mean, that, that to me doesn't make sense when the alternative is that you can feel confident now. You can feel love now. You can feel happiness right now. And use those feelings to drive your behaviors in the right direction. And so that's the alternative I lay out for you. And so it's not up for me to say which one's better. I mean, in my experience, I've seen one absolutely be better, um, but it's up for you to kind of take this internally, internalize what I'm saying here and reflect on it. Reflect on if you've been using hate, if you've been trying to whip yourself to do the right thing and how that's worked for you and how it feels. And then I want you to compare that to what may potentially be a new path for you. They may have not really considered one that's filled with love right now it starts with love right now and it's a path where you just feel more and more and more love for yourself love for your body and so uh you know as you give this some thought and some time i think you're going to find that one is certainly um a much more dominant and effective emotion for your weight loss and you're going to realize one of them feels a whole lot better too all right so test this out and, and i hope this helps you 
Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Veronica, thank you for the rose. I appreciate that. That's great. Hey, Huntington, 1978, Central Florida. How's it going? Oh, you have great eyes. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, here we are on Monday, right? So, yeah, if you guys have any questions, feel free to ask them. Um, yeah, where are we at? Monday? I don't know. It's raining by me. It's weird weather. <laughs> feels like summer. My kids are off from school, so it feels like summertime. Which brings its own set of challenges, you know, when it comes to the weight mastery piece, you know. And then it's funny, like, I had someone, someone just signed up for the program. Um, how much is your program? Uh, so there's two versions of it right now. Uh, the the program only is $300 uh, at the moment. The program co with me coaching uh, is $1,000. And that's eight weeks um, where you get, you know, eight weeks access to me. We, we meet up twice a week. Um, for the coaching and so uh yeah and you can go to program yourself then and learn about that uh I, i'm i'm in massachusetts so yeah i'm up uh right by the border of vermont so that uh yeah it's funny it's funny weather everywhere i guess right <laughs> i mean so it's it's always it's always kind of crazy weather nowadays maybe it's always been crazy weather. I, I don't know but either way yeah it's raining raining a lot but yeah the summertime thing you know it, it's so that's what I was going to say is, is someone just signed up for the program and uh, they were like, I was going to wait till after 4th of July. And I'm like, and I realized I'm always waiting for her after something, you know, and I thought that was so profound because, you know, there's some people, some people I work with for many years and, uh, you know, so it's, it's probably, yeah, yeah, it's Zoom, it's Zoom. Um, so all the calls are, they're Zoomed. Um, they're, the recordings are immediately available for you uh, to have those uh, transcripts, you know, the, the whole thing. Uh, and then if you can't make a call and you want me to answer a question, you just write a question and I answer it on the call, you know? Um, but yeah. And, and then, yeah. So, so yeah, we, we have to call Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 PM Eastern. And, um, right now is a good time. Cause we kind of, it's kind of like the third iteration of the program. I started this pr program in January. We've gone through it a couple of times. We're kind of in the third version of it or, or third, third cycle of it, not in a version. Um, and so there's not that many people in it and well, a lot of people don't show up for the calls to be honest and so it's an opportunity to work a lot with me and uh you know my private coaching is a lot so it's, it's a tremendous tremendous value so <laughs> trap your tap your screens yeah hit, hit me some likes folks um does hypnosis take a while to see progress with weight loss um here's the thing let me i'm glad you asked that so let me talk about that because i think i think <laughs> i think hypnotists don't really understand what hypnosis is uh hypnosis is the in my my opinion um hypnosis is oh, thanks for all the hearts um hypnosis is the process of being able to influence your subconscious mind okay so it's not going into a deep trance where you know or your, or your eyes are open and you're in a deep trance it's the process of intentionally influencing your subconscious mind so you do this every time you watch a movie or a tv show think about it right you're sitting there and you're watching it and whatever you're watching on screen is having an impact on you to some degree. If you're watching sports, you're releasing adrenaline. You're kind of fired up. Um, thanks for that heart. Oh, is that with a heart? Head of a heart? Um, if you're watching a drama, right, you feel sad, right? If you watch a comedy, you're laughing. And so what's happening? You're using your imagination to vicariously experience whatever you're watching on the screen, right? And so that is hypnosis, right? Because we're looking to influence how we feel. So... If you think about it, like every commercial you see, wow, Veronica, thank you very much. I like those figure arts. 
um, every commercial you see is a hypnosis session, right? And what they're always looking to do is to link the emotion with that product to get you to desire it, to crave it more. And so it's a very powerful way to influence your subconscious mind is using your imagination. Imagination is the language of the subconscious mind. So the traditional hypnosis model with weight loss is either you go and visit a hypnotist and they read you a script while you are in a relaxed, calm state, or you listen to sessions. You get, you get like your two, three session package and you listen to three different hypnosis sessions. And, uh, those at best will usually, and again, I hate to say this cause I, I love my, my hypnosis colleagues. I don't want to say anything to hurt them, but you know, I'm not going to bullshit you. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of built my, my, my brand here on uh, being honest with you. So what's going to happen is you might get some results for a little while, but then after you listen to those sessions for a while, they're less hypnotic because you just start to know what they're going to say. They're less powerful. You know, that's just what I've seen. So in program yourself, then we deal with that in two ways. One is that in my program, again, you'll, you'll never find a program like this. There's no other program that does anything like this. Uh, the way my program is laid out is a little different. It's not like three sessions. <laughs> uh, I've got a, a ton of hypnosis, but the way it's set up is very strategic. So when you join my program, the first thing you do is, is deliver through an app on your phone. There, there is a membership site online that you get lifetime access to, but during the eight weeks, I deliver it through your phone. So you get it, and tomorrow when you wake up, because I know one of the hardest parts of change is remembering to change. <laughs> so uh, I know you're going to look at your phone tomorrow morning. And so as soon as you wake up, you see a message from me, you tap on it, and there you go, my, the five-minute hypnosis session. Because the hypnosis sessions don't have to be long. It's really more important to have um, reinforcement and consistency. So five minutes in the morning, you relax and calm down, and you get a hypnosis session with weight loss mantra in it. And you get 57 of those. So every day for eight weeks, it's a different session. So you're building up this subconscious library of hypnotic, you know, of weight loss mantras. And it starts to cause you to think like a thin person. So just relaxing in the morning and absorbing those weight loss mantras will usually impact your day in a positive way. Then at night when you get home, you get another message right around 8 o'clock. And it reminds you to do what's the core of the program is. And this is the key part of everything. So remember this when it comes to hypnosis. The most important thing is that you learn how to do it. Uh, this is the most important thing. Even my 57 sessions, you know, people will cycle through them a couple times, but eventually that, that's not nearly as powerful as you doing it yourself. So the cornerstone of the whole program yourself system is a, a process I call self-hypnotic programming. It's very simple. It takes a minute or two, but it's you intentionally programming your subconscious mind because what you need that really makes hypnosis very, very powerful is specificity. Okay, because most of your behavior is driven by the environment. Do you notice that your overeating, your poor food choices happen in the same situations, happen at night when you're done with work, happen in the afternoon at the office when you, you know, the, the friend who brings the candy in, um, happens at dinner when you overeat. There's very specific patterns to how you're eating. And so with this program yourself thin technique, there's really, it's two techniques. It's the redo and the rehearsal technique. And like I said, it takes a minute or two. But what you do is you review your day. If there's a, a behavior you're not happy with, you redo it and you redo it hypnotically. So you train your subconscious mind to learn from your mistakes and to start behaving in a different way. It is, I don't know, I, I, I'm, 
It's amazing. And, and then to, and the rehearsal technique is you imagining how you want tomorrow to go. So you step, you, you play tomorrow as the ideal version of you, which is really the cornerstone of the whole program. Program Yourself Thin really isn't a weight loss program. It's a personal development program. It's about you becoming the best version of you possible. And to make that happen, what you need to do is you need to clarify who the best version of you is and you need to connect to it regularly. It's like if you want to build big muscles, you go to the gym and you work out all the time, right? And after a while, your muscles start to get bigger, okay? Well, if you want to be a new version of yourself, a thin, healthy, happy, successful, ambitious version of yourself, well, how do you do that? It ain't by just deciding tomorrow you're just going to be that way. Sorry. You know, it's just our brains don't work that way. You need to practice becoming that version of yourself. Just like if you wanted to play basketball, you can't just decide tomorrow, oh, now I'm a great basketball player. Right? You have to practice. <laughs> so you've got to practice becoming the person you want to be. And so this program yourself in techniques, the way you do that very, very powerfully. And so you program your subconscious mind to act like the person you want to be. And you do it, you have to do it consistently. So... You know, sorry if that's a letdown because we all want to believe the bullshit that you just listen to a couple of hypnosis sessions. Now you're a different person. But come on. If, if that was really true, don't you think people would be doing that instead of injecting themselves with with, <laughs> with medicine? So, yeah. And then there's more to the program than that. But but anyway, so does hypnosis take a while to see progress with? No, it just depends, you know. And so it's not even enough anyways because hypnosis doesn't. I don't know. You know, program yourself did. It's a whole system. So there's three pillars of weight mastery, your mindset, lifestyle, and eating. And so there's a blueprint in the program that you fill out. You have to customize it. You know, what do you want to do? How do you want to do this? Because it's up to you, you know. You don't have to just follow keto. You don't have to do intermittent fasting. You don't have to do those things. You create your own plan, the plan that works best for you. And so once you have that customized plan, it all becomes easier. And then you're using hypnosis to install it in. And then you got the hypnosis sessions kind of bookending your day, really solidifying the, the mindset. And then you got me to work with you twice a week for eight weeks. It's, you tell me what else is comparable to that. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, so hypnosis, listen to a session. I don't know. Some people see instant results for a little while, and then some people never see results is usually how that goes. Um, hey, Chuck Stewart, how's it going? Um... Thanks, Veronica. You win the, the award tonight for the most flowers. I appreciate that. Chuck Stewart, thanks, Jim. Your sessions have been keeping me on track since August. I only fluctuate three to five pounds. Super job, Chuck. Great job. How do you recommend we deal with eating when bored? Oh, yeah, yeah. The boredom eating. Um, here's the thing. I, I'm going to say this, and I know you're not going to like this answer because it's like it's it's going to sound too simple, but but sometimes the simplest answer is the most powerful one, right? So uh, when you're bored, how do you deal with eating? Well, it's about finding other things to do. You see, when it comes to emotional eating, we can take emotional eating right down to the, the core here. It's basically that the food is, and we've been trained this way. In our culture, we've been trained to use food as the primary emotional management strategy. You feel depressed, eat. If you're celebrating, eat. If you're feeling stressed out, eat. Bored, eat, right? Food's the main thing. And so the answer is so simple. You know, the implementation is a little harder, but whatever. So, so we use the food. Oh, I'm bored. I'm going to use the food for entertainment or distract myself from being bored. Well, what's the real answer? That food's not really making you less bored. It's not really entertaining you. It's a five, 10 minute distraction. And so the alternative is to find things that actually satisfy you. And I, I say this, I'm not, not to impress you, but, but like a big part of my weight management strategy is the fact that I play guitar. I read a lot. I do yoga. I like to walk. I play basketball. You know, I, I do a lot of different stuff. 
and I don't even have enough time to do everything I want to do. So the idea of being bored doesn't even, I, 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 I can't even relate to that anymore. And I've been there. I, I, it's not, I wasn't always like this, um, but I've developed a lot of hobbies and I just have a list of hobbies I'd love to do more of. That's how you deal with bored eating. Ta-da. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Is, is that a satisfying answer? I don't know. It's, it's the right answer. I could tell you that. You know, that's how it is with all emotional eating. People say, oh, I got to get rid of the emotional eating. No, 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 no. Hold on. That emotional eating is serving a purpose. It's satisfying some emotional need, sort of. Um, but what we want to do is we want to figure out which emotional need is it satisfying. Oh, so when, when I'm bored, this entertains me. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a low level entertainment, though. You see, compared to playing, learning guitar, learning an instrument, practicing dancing, whatever you're into. You know, and I know you're interested in things. And so when you start thinking about those things, like, holy shit, yeah, that's real entertainment. But a lot of people never get to that level because we're just like focused on the food part of it. So I, I hope that makes sense because that, that's there's a lot of gold in that answer, I'll tell you. Um, let's see. Thank you for your explanation. I've been doing hypnosis for 12 weeks and I've seen small results. Yeah, see, Laura, it's like to me, because hypnosis, here's the problem with hypnosis. There's really not much behind it. A, a lot of the hypnosis like sessions, again, whether you go see if you go see a hypnotist, 95% of them are just going to read you a script. And if you get a hypnosis session, you're just listening to a script. Like when I would work with, when I work with people, it's way more coaching. I may make them a customized hypnosis session, but it's specific to their situation. You see, because everyone's got a different thing. So you say, oh, I'm snacking too much at work. Okay, well then my hypnosis session for you is going to include, well, we're going to talk about it too. So I understand what state you're in, what the situation is, what the solution is going to be. You know what I mean? And so now the hypnosis is, okay, we've talked about all this. And so now you have a subconscious plan that you want to follow. You have an understanding of what's going on. And now the hypnosis reinforces that. The hypnosis in of itself isn't going to fix everything. Do you know what I mean? Like it needs to be very customized, specific to your situation. That's why you got to learn the self-hypnosis that you have to. There's, there's, Because here's the thing, folks. You're, we're all our own best or worst hypnotists because we're all up in our head talking to ourselves 24 hours a day. You know that, in, that internal chatter you got going on? That is controlling your weight more than anything else. And you probably have almost no control over it. It's like, that's literally the whole, uh, that's the whole uh, medicine thing now. You know, it's, um, well, it gets rid of the food noise. Well, what's food noise? It's an internal dialogue that's constantly fixated on food. I know it well. <laughs> when your whole life's built around food, I used to, all I used to do is think about TV and food. I would think about, okay, tonight's Tuesday. This show's on, da, 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 tonight I'm going to make this, da, 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 da. And that, that, you know what I mean? Like everything was about, and then for a while drinking. And so it was like, it was constantly, I was constantly in my head thinking about watching TV, eating food, drinking. That, that was literally like 95% of what was rolling around in here. <laughs> and uh, so that's hypnosis though. Do you understand? Like you're, you're, that constant voice that you're saying, those things you're saying to yourself are keeping you at your weight. So you have to learn how to change that. that. That's the thing. It's the classic. It's a cliche, but it's so true. You know, give a person a fish, feed them for a day. Teach a person a fish, feed them for a lifetime. Well, it's the same with hypnosis. I worked with plenty of people where it's like I would hypnotize them and there would be results as long as they were working for me. And then, then, then it would go away because they didn't know how to do it themselves. So it wasn't until I really came up with the program yourself, then technique me and teaching it that way that people really started getting great results and because it gave them the control. And so listen, because it, it frees us of like, oh, well, something's this, this worked and then it didn't work. We get ourselves out of that. You know, sometimes things work for a little while and we double down on that. Sometimes things don't work. We tweak it. We learn from it. And when you have that mindset, you can never lose because you're just always optimizing, always making things better, always tweaking. And so that, um, that makes a lot better and it puts you in control. It feels good. Cause you know, you're the one in control now, you know, <laughs> Jenny says you're my comfort person. I love that. I am. I, I I'm that way for a lot of people because when it comes to weight loss, 
you know, I was talking about that earlier. I don't know if you heard that when I was first starting the, the live here, I was talking about love versus hate in terms of motivation. And I know a lot of people try and hate themselves. That becomes, talk about the voice in your head. The voice in your head, most likely, if, if you're my, my type of client, you're an overthinker and you're a perfectionist. And so you have this voice in your head, which is some version of your parents when they were real disciplinarian with you. And you have that voice in your head 24 hours a day now. And it's grinding you down into a pulp. And you can't even get anywhere with it because it just makes you feel so shitty and, and bad. So, um, yeah, a big part of what I do is I become... I become this surrogate voice in people's heads for a while and, and I teach them and, and the voice is, is much more encouraging and supportive and understanding and practical and honest. So it's so all those good things. Cause it's like, sometimes I say, well, I'm going to be mean to myself and get good results or I'm going to be nice and love myself and not get any results. And that's bullshit. You can be love yourself and be nice to yourself and encouraging yourself and get amazing results. That's how you get the best results. So, um, I, I'm glad you said that Jenny. I'm glad to be your cover person. I'm glad I could help you. Um, nothing feels as good as food. Um, nothing feels as good as food. I don't believe that at all. Um, but I, again, I'm not, I'm not disputing that that's the situation you're in, but, uh, I would disagree strongly with that. But if that's the case for you, again, what it does, is it highlights the core problem, you know, that, that you've got a very limited, narrow worldview, right? That's fixated on food because there's a million things that, that feel better than food, you know? Like, like legit. I'm not, I'm not just saying that as someone who doesn't like food. I love food and I really loved food. I, I've learned to balance it out a bit, but, uh, you know, learning a new guitar song, um, getting a swish when I play basketball, going for a walk, petting my dog, you know, hugging someone I love, uh, reading a good book, having a good conversation, uh, listening to a great song, watching an awesome movie. Uh, all those things in my book are better than food. But, uh, yeah, but but if that's what you feel, like that that highlights the 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 focus for you. Do you see what I'm saying? Like again, here here, let me take a step back because so often when I'm talking, I'm talking within my paradigm, my my program yourself thin paradigm. So what I'm saying is kind of like, what what are you talking about? Because you're in your dieting, you're in your dieter mindset. You think you think and see the world as a dieter. You think of your weight from a diet perspective, and so the diet perspective is like, okay, here's the plan. Now I just have to follow it. Think about it, right? Where is that not the case? At what 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 um diet are you like not like are you kind of figuring things out i mean weight watchers might be the closest because you get the point thing you know but it's like most diets are built around one thing because they know they're appealing to overwhelmed overworked people so they need to make it seem as simple as possible the diets are like carnival games they make it seem really simple but again keto is the classic for this because it's like oh just all you have to do is just stop eating carbs oh well that sounds easy enough until you go to do it and you realize oh shit all i do is eat carbs so now i've completely changed how i'm eating you know, and um, people don't realize that. So anyways, the, the this process that I talk about is really a process of weight mastery. Most people are on the weight loss path and the weight loss path is a temporary one where I'm going to diet until I lose the weight. Give me the strictest, most extreme plans. I'll get the fastest results. Weight mastery plan is all about, I don't care how long it takes because my goal is I want to get to my goal weight and live the rest of my life at my goal weight on near autopilot. It's a completely different goal and it's got embedded in it is a much longer time frame. And so it just, it's a, it's, they're two worlds apart. And I would suggest to you the weight mastery path is much easier because the weight loss path is really, really hard because you overwhelm yourself. Do you not? <laughs> am, I, am I talking crazy? The first, do you ever look forward to a diet? Do you, once you start it, it's, it becomes your whole world. It becomes overwhelming. Why do you think you stop it? It's not just because it's deprivation. That's a big part, but it's because it's overwhelming. It's too tiring. You get too much shit to do. You're already overwhelmed. And then you're going to overwhelm yourself even more with a diet. 
It, it really, it doesn't make any logical sense. But speaking of hypnosis, when it comes to weight loss as a dieter, you are literally hypnotized by the diets to think like a dieter. You can't even separate dieting from weight loss, weight loss from dieting. You know, you ask a thousand people in America how to lose weight. You're going to hear diet, surgery, medicine. No one's going to say mindset because no one even knows what mindset is. If you were going to say, I want to learn how to, how to shift my mindset to lose weight. Like where, where are you finding that information? Who's out there in the world? Not excluding me, right? I'm not really out there enough in the world yet, but it's like, who would you even possibly learn from mind wise about how to lose weight? That's how, because the diets are bullshit, everyone. You know where I'm going if you listen to me. But it's like the diets are bullshit. They're, they're wolves in sheep's clothing. Do you know most of the big diets you know of are owned by big food companies? Did you know Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. The company that owns Atkins Food Products, the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. The company that owns Slim Fast, the same company that owns Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. Do you really think that they want to push a diet that makes people eat less of their foods? Like... That doesn't make sense to me. I think what makes more sense is they know diets don't work and they push them on people because it causes people to keep eating their shit the same way, if not more. I mean, at this point with the diet, right, just to prove a point, not, not to be a dick, but it's like with the diets, it's like if you hear a friend of yours or someone you know say, oh, I'm going to go on whatever, any diet, like, do you ever believe them that it's going to work? Like, is there an ounce of you that thinks it's going to work? You know what I mean? Like that lack of faith in them is the same lack of faith you feel about yourself. It doesn't work. And you know this. And again, most of my clients are usually in their 50s, 60s. They've tried all the diets and now they think about weight loss 24 hours a day, but they can't get themselves to actually do anything. They're just stuck. And they're stuck because they've done the diets. And the only thing worse than like going on a diet and not losing weight is going on a diet and losing lots of weight and then putting it all back on. Most people can handle a couple of times of that. And then they're just stuck and they're like, I, they can't get themselves to start another diet because not only is it hard, but then the back of their mind, it's linked to failure. They've done it. They've done it a couple of times and they've lost it and then they put it all back on. And that's so, it's just, it just destroys you. It, it's so demoralizing, you know? And so they're just stuck and they don't know what to do. Oh, should I do the injection? Oh, should I do the surgery? You know? And it's like, there's no other options in the world, you know, for, for a lot of these people. Um, yeah. Great job. Great job. Slow progress is great. I can tell you that. Um, I need to find a hobby. Thanks. That's right, Chuck. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing wrong with saying I need, I need some hobbies, you know? Um, nothing wrong with that. Because, again, weight mastery is about, it's about mastery. It's about developing yourself into the person you want to be. That's what I try to say. You've got to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. You've got to make this bigger than weight loss. I, I, I try and tell you this. You have no biological mechanism in your body or brain that wants you to lose weight. Do you understand that? We've evolved over millions of years in a food-scarce environment. This is why eating a cookie feels the way it does compared to a carrot. It's not because the cookie tastes better. It's because when you eat the cookie, your brain just spitting out dopamine, saying, this is good, 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 good. Why? Because it has a lot of calories in it. Do you understand that? Like in a natural environment where food is scarce, the more calories you eat, the higher your chance of survival. And so here we are in a food-abundant environment, and it's the same biochemistry, biological mechanisms. So no part of you wants to lose weight other than your little prefrontal cortex up here. So if you try and make your whole weight loss motivation just about that scale going down and losing weight, you're literally fighting against your entire body and mind. And doesn't it feel that way? <laughs> you know? So you've got to kind of, you have to strategically reframe this process into one of becoming the best version of you. Now, you do have biological mechanisms to motivate you for that. 
So, um, you know, you have to be strategic with it. It's all about strategy. And when it comes to diet, there's no strategy. It's just a tactic. Every diet out there is one tactic. Count points. Stop eating carbs. Stop eating for 16 hours. Just eat Mediterranean food. Just eat meat. Don't eat meat. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's always like one thing. And it's like, that's bullshit, folks. Because, and I tell you, this is one of the most harmful things as well. I, I'm telling you this right now. And if this overwhelms you, tough shit, because it's true. Your weight loss needs to be a holistic solution. Because they estimate we make over 200 food decisions a day. They're just food decisions. And so, like, if you think, like, you're just going to make decisions about what to eat from this point forward until you lose the weight, like, you're just not. And so it's not, it doesn't make you a failure if you haven't lost the weight on diets. It's, an, it's a shit-ass plan. It's a horseshit. This idea that I'm going to give you a piece of paper with what you're going to eat from now on and you're just going to do it is crazy. Because most of your eating is done on autopilot. It's subconscious in nature. So you need to reprogram your subconscious mind to eat differently long-term. And when you take that approach, um, I'm not saying, well, it is faster because fast is a funny thing too. Because if you lose 15 pounds this month and then you can't stick with it, you put it back on, is that fast or is losing two pounds a month for the next year fast? But it stays off. Do you know what I mean? Like your definition of fast, you better clarify because your obsession with fast results is Definitely a big part of why you're stuck. You know, that's one of the key parts of the mindset you have to shift. How long you want to keep the weight off for, folks? Forever, right? So this is a never-ending marathon that you're on if you want to master your weight. And I was like, oh, forever marathon. Well, that's great. I'm on a forever marathon and I love it. I love the way I, I think, I live, and I eat. I love it. And I keep tweaking and optimizing it. I want to live this way forever. I love the foods I eat. I love the way I eat. And I love keep making them better and better and better. And I could eat this way for the next 100 years. I, I love it. So you can do that. <laughs> and it's a lot better. You know, it feels a lot better. There's, I've, I lost, I dropped 50 pounds. I've been the same way for 30 years. I had one blip about 12 years ago. And I haven't dieted at all. I don't even work out. I've done no like calorie burning workouts. I do yoga, which is the most gentle yoga on the planet. And I do some resistance stuff now for some other reasons. But it's been 30 years of, of no consistent working out. I spontaneously do different stuff. But, I mean, I'm talking really rarely. So it's, it's purely through mastering my eating. And so that's the strategy I always suggest to my clients because the working out one comes all sorts of problems as well. And I love working out. I'm not, I'm not saying don't work out. I, I think that's a good thing. But I think in terms of you managing your weight, I think the exercise piece tread lightly because there's good and bad things of it in terms of weight loss initially. Um, so anyways, thank you for the explanation. I've been doing hypnosis for 12 weeks. Uh, I think the food helps numb us. Yep. Absolutely right. Veronica. Depression does not allow us to enjoy other hobbies. Oh, for some of us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I, I've worked with so many clients so that, that have been depressed and, oh, is this depression? What is it? And listen, I, I'm not a doctor, but and I say this, the same thing I say about the menopause is and other hormonal physical issues is to be honest, you don't know most of the time, you don't know how much of it is, is the depression chemical version of it, genetic aspects of it and how much of it's lifestyle. You know, I've had people that, that come, we start working together and like, oh, I'm depressed. I got to, I'm depressed. And it's like, we look at their lives and it's like, well, no wonder you're depressed. You, you never leave the house. You don't move. You eat trash food. You don't sleep. Um, you don't drink any water. 
You know what I mean? Like all these things would make anyone depressed. Again, I, I acknowledge there are genetic and physical effects and, and, and aspects of depression. I, I realize that. But there's also lifestyle ones, you know? And so, um, yeah, if you're feeling depressed, again, you, you might have to start a little slower than someone who's not dealing with that. But I can almost guarantee you there are things you can do that are very simple and easy that can start to bring you a bit out of that at least, you know? And, and so I, I've just worked with so many people where, Again, I'm not saying that you won't always be somewhat depressed. I'm not saying that because there might be a chemical component to it. But there's almost always some things you can do that are simple that, that you can make it feel a little bit better. Um, I've had an enjoyable habit of self-hypnosis while I walk the dog in the morning. That's great. That's great. Yeah, so, so Lori, yeah, you'd be perfect. I mean, again, what you really want to do is you, you, you want to learn to do it yourself. Like, so if you're... If you're if you're kind of vibing with the hypnosis piece, because I love hypnosis, but I found when I would listen to hypnosis sessions, the results were eh, okay. They were okay, you know. Eh. And I think a part of it was that I didn't understand what was going on. And once I started to really, really master, it's partly neurolinguistic programming, self hypnosis. I've studied so much of that, and I came up with my own thing, self hypnotic program, which is kind of a combination of those two. Um, but really what it is, it's really managing that conversation in your mind, the way that you're thinking, the way that you speak to yourself, what you're saying to yourself. When you get a handle on that, I'm telling you, it's, you know, not sound like the matrix, but your, your weight is a physical projection of your mental self. And the way you think that the habitual thoughts you have um, are creating your physical reality in all ways too. I mean, money, relationships, all, everything, but including weight. And so to me, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I got it. I'm going to write a book. This is one book. I, I got to write a weight loss one. But the second book, I, I wanted to write this for a long time. I got to do it. But it's self-hypnotic program just to put that out there as a mental technology for anyone to use because it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's turned my life, you know, I don't know. I can't imagine my life without it. You know, I was 50 pounds heavy. I was depressed. Um, I was binge drinking. Uh, I had all sorts of kind of issues. Same brain, same me all this new information, new programming, and it's a, you know, I'm the same weight I've been for 30 years, run my own business. You know, I don't want to brag here, but, but I'm, I'm very, very happy with where I'm at. And I don't, I don't see any of this stuff would have happened if I had not learned these things. I, I truly believe that. And that's why I do this. It was so inspiring to me. The, the, like the, the transformation I experienced was just so profound that I, you know, I got a degree in finance and investment. <laughs> I went to Babson and, uh, you know, I was going to be a business person. And uh, this kind of happened all at the same time. And it was just like, this just, this it wasn't even a competition. I was like, this is what I'm doing. You know, I became a yoga instructor, hypnotist, NLP trainer, um, coach, you know, all this stuff. But, but anyways, yeah, so, so you can always do that. I'm on disability, limited income. I can probably afford $30 a month. Uh, yes, so true. Um, my world's so small. I need food to do all those things. <laughs> Movie equals food, right? I, I hear you, Veronica. I get it. Yeah, it's all... Uh, we can link food up with everything. I, I know. I, I. But that's what I want you to recognize. I, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed by that because the first step is... The first step of change, folks, is, is awareness. Becoming aware of what's going on. And once you realize, oh, geez, I've linked food up with everything. I did the same thing. I went to the movies. It was always food. It was, it was always like that, you know? Um, and I just, over the years, again, mastery, you don't have to do it all at once. You can't master anything all at once. <laughs> that's the most, I would say that's my most frustrating thing with dieting. It's this idea that you're going to wake up tomorrow. Well, here's Monday today. I don't know where you're at, right? Maybe now it's mon next Monday. Um, but you're going to wake up on a Monday and you're just no more carbs, for, for what? Until you lose the weight, you know? Oh yeah, I'm only gonna eat, I'm not gonna eat 16 hours a day. 
okay, you know? And it's like all of a sudden, you know, you're going to wake up that one day and it's going to be perfect until you reach your goal. And it's like, what a weird expectation, you know, as if you didn't need to practice it. Why would you all of a sudden be able to do that when you haven't been able to do it in the past? What changes? Oh, you just decided? I mean, there's no, like the, the thing that pisses me off about dieting is like there's no room for learning. You know what I mean? Like it's all or nothing. It's just a straight willpower game for you. And it's like, what have you done in your life where you didn't need to learn how to do it? You know? I mean, shit, you were an adult when you learned how to use a computer mouse. You had to learn how to use it. It was weird at first. Like, everything's weird at first. Changing how you eat is weird. And, and it's like, they just expect you're just, just going to do it perfect because you decided to do it. Instead of realizing it's a skill that you're developing is one of the weirdest parts from my perspective, you know? Um... Thanks, Monica. Monica says my tips are effective. I that I always say that that is my my favorite favorite compliment. I really live for that. My favorite thing I ever hear is when people tell me that what I'm saying, my my, my techniques and the strategies I'm, I'm sharing, are practical. Because I swear, like I I went into this. I've been doing this thirty years personally, twenty years professionally, and this is an NLP thing because they're the ones that came up with this. But I remember reading. I was nineteen reading NLP books, neurolinguistic programming. And it was like, they made the point that everyone's always telling you what to do and no one's ever showing you how to get yourself to do it. And, you know, those books were written back in the seventies and here we are 50 years later and it's like same problem and especially with weight loss, right? Cause everything's, Oh, here's the diet plan. Here's your meal plan. Here's the, the eating philosophy you're going to follow now. Okay. Well, how are you going to get yourself to do it? Willpower. You've got one tool at your disposal. Willpower. And it ain't enough. You're, you don't even know about willpower. Willpower is a prefrontal cortex process. So it's about 10% of your brain anatomically is your prefrontal cortex. That's where your willpower is. And so your willpower starts out at its highest point when you wake up in the morning and it goes down throughout the day because it gets tired like a muscle does. And the more you use it, the faster it depletes. And so when you go on your diet and you try and use all your willpower, do you ever notice... Like you can only do it for a little while and then you kind of run out of willpower. You run out of steam. Yeah. Yeah. Weight Watchers does not work at all. For me, that is. Yeah, I get it, Veronica. It doesn't work for a lot of people because again, it's just marketing bullshit. Weight Watchers is, listen, they, they, it started out as a good point. A lady in New Jersey started it. Like altruistically, good, just want to help people. Um, Heinz bought it so they could sell more of their shitty food to weight loss people. They used to have weight loss meetings in the back of supermarkets in the freezers so they could sell the food at the end. You know, so they just, it's a marketing company and they're just like looking for marketing ways to, well, what's our program now? They wouldn't always do points. They did cards before. It's always, it's gimmicks. It's all gimmicks. That's why here's, here's how, you know, folks, (laughs) it's like, you've been trying to lose weight for decades now. And if you're really honest with yourself, you have just as little idea how to lose weight now as you did when you first start, before you started your first diet, you haven't learned shit. You got some vague ideas of what you should do. I got to stop eating carbs. I got to get my points lower. I got to, you know, stop eating for 16 hours. You got some idea like that, but you have almost no idea how to get yourself to actually do it because no one's teaching you that. that. That's why I do what I do is because no one tells you. I always feel like I'll tell you, give you an example. What I mean, even like I, I did this series once the elite body and I, and I interviewed some of the top fitness and, and nutritionist fitness trainers and, and nutritionists in the world. And I would talk to him. I remember one of them, it was Craig Ballantyne. He came up with Turbulence Training, which was a huge program back in the day. And um, I said, what do you do with your clients when they're not motivated? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, when your clients aren't motivated, what, what do you do to get them you know, back on track? He goes, what, what are you talking about? 
I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what? This seems like a simple question. He goes, well, when they come in to work with me, they're, they're already motivated. I'm like, holy shit, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, personal trainers, you got to walk in there, be motivated, right? And I'm like, for me, like my whole career is was working with people when they're not motivated. They're, they get on a call, how's the week been? It's been horrible. It's been a terrible week. I feel like quitting. All right, let's get to work. You know what I mean? Like I'm one of the few people that starts with a person there and then and flips them around. No one's really doing that. You know, because because again, it's it's a unique blend of coaching, hypnosis technique, neurolinguistic programming, and because um, we're not analyzing all the past and all the bullshit, we want to get just enough information so we can move them forward. And and I find like I just feel like I'm one of the few people doing that. There's not a lot of that, and I feel like that's the most important piece of the puzzle because you know enough of what you should and shouldn't eat and do to lose weight. Problem is you can't get yourself to do it consistently. You know, so again, I do these lives. I do all this. My mission in life is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. And so, yeah, I have a coaching program. Um, but I also, I just give all this stuff away for free too, you know, because I feel like it's so unfair. This is life and death. You know, that's a whole other thing is we minimize the weight, but whatever. But this is literally life and death. The way that you're eating, the way you're living over 40, 50, 60, 80 years is going to impact how long you live, the quality of life the whole time. And especially at the end. And so... To me, weight loss is life and death. And I want you to live as long as you can, have the best quality of life while you're here. And that's why I do all these TikTok videos and, and the podcast every day and the lives and all this stuff. Um, so I want to help you, you know? So I, I appreciate you saying it's effective. That makes me happy. I'm really struggling. I literally eat so, so healthy all day, then overeat at night. Yep, yep. Um, Sandra, that's the most common thing I hear. And uh, yeah, that, that becomes the focus. But I will tell you this. You kind of already know it, but... Again, program yourself, then the philosophy is a lot different. So with dieting, you're trying to change everything all at once to make it perfect so you lose weight quick. Program yourself, then we pick the worst eating habit and start on that. So that your worst eating habit is overeating at night. Um, one thing I'll tell you is that a lot of times where the problem shows up is not where it was created. So you need to have a holistic view of how you're eating. Um, because if you're eating really so healthy during the day, which is code for I'm not eating much, and then the night comes and you're really hungry, well, that's going to set you up to overeat. And so strategically, what might be a better plan is experiment eating a little bit more during the day and go into the evening a little more satisfied, managing your hunger a little better and see if that helps. Okay. Um, Let me see here. But I'm going to get, I'm going to go forward here. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask them. Yeah, Zempic is a big one right now. Yeah, Zempic, all that stuff, you know, it's a, it's, it is what it is. Moonlight, thank you. Hey, love your content. I appreciate that. Thank you. What strategy I missed? I just joined. Forget which one I talked. How many times do you eat a day? Uh, three times. Uh, Brandy, yeah, learn your triggers. Yes, learn your triggers. Learn your triggers. Yes, that's, that's, that's wise advice. That's very smart. How do I stop thinking about food all the time? That's a great one. Even when I'm eating healthy and doing good in that sense, I find myself constantly thinking about my next meal. Yeah, I totally get that. And that, again, that, that's the thing with the Ozempic stuff, right? It cuts the food noise down. Um, but you can cut the food noise down. The food noise is your is your internal dialogue. That's literally what program yourself then is. It's learning how to take control of that internal dialogue so that you start because that's it's you are your best or your own best or worst hypnotist because you're in your head chattering all day and night long. And it's driving your behaviors, and your behaviors obviously drive your results. So um changing that internal dialogue is that that's literally all I do, right? And so people want to take a medicine to do it. Um 
hey, whatever, but, but there's another way to do it that, that doesn't use medicine. But how do you do it? Well, you change what you're thinking about. So a big problem with diet mindset is they don't understand the mind. And so you have a conscious and subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is really what's in control of your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And so in order to change your thinking, you need to reprogram your subconscious mind. So I'll leave it at that. What I would suggest to anyone here is go, um, if you're not in my world already, go click the link in my bio and get yourself a free hypnosis session. Uh, it's right there for you. It's a new Thin Me session. It's a kickstart session built to motivate you and uh, get you going. Uh, but then right after you sign up for that, there's a training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight. So um, watch those and it'll, it'll kind of give you some sense of what to do, how to change your thinking. Um, love your brain. Please write the book. I know, I know. I got to do that. I got to do that. Jimmy, you went through and this photo. Look at you. Thank you, Brandy. Um, Quipsy and the book doesn't have to be complex like Joe Dispenza. It can be accessible like Louise Hayes. Ah, thank you. I appreciate you saying that too. That's another one. Someone, that's one of my favorite comments I ever got is someone said I'm like a blue collar neuroscientist. And I just thought that was the greatest because it's so true. Like, you know, my dad was a mechanic. I, I, I did go to college and I got, I, I got through it pretty good. Okay. Um, but I'm not like, I don't have a science brain. Like I'm not that type of thinker. So, but I love reading that stuff. I read 50 books a year. I'm obsessed with this, but it's like, I have my, my kind of every man blue collar way of thinking about it and understanding it. So I, um, I do pride myself on being able to communicate things in a, a simple understand way, you know, um, is there a place to watch the lives afterwards? I can't always watch them when they're happening. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, you can, um, there's two ways you can listen to them as a podcast. Uh, so all the plug, all the podcast platforms have this, it's program yourself then, um, or you can go to YouTube. Jim Katsoulis is my account there and you can, um, go to the live streams and they're all there. I, I, I was, live stream these at the same time and you can watch them whenever Laura says you're inspiring i took an nlp and hypnosis class and loved it yeah yeah laura okay great so there i was just thinking that if you're still here um yeah you gotta you got a hypnosis based brain those are some of my favorite clients to work with so um definitely get my hypnosis session go listen to that one but watch the training watch the training three steps to master your weight i think that's going to be really helpful if you if you have a, a, yeah, a lot of people in my world, they are into hypnosis and LP and we take that curiosity and interest and really help you master it in a very practical and useful way um, in the program. Uh, John Gabriel used it in his program, Life Changing. Yeah, John Gabriel's great. You have a knack for making it make sense in even three minutes. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. These are all things that make me really happy. Um, what do you do for co? I wonder what that word is. That comfort? I wonder if that's comfort. <laughs> Thank you for that heart. The old king heart. I love that thing. Um, you, someone, Shaney, you said, what, what do you do for co, CO? And I don't know what that means. I'm going to imagine it's comfort, but I don't know. Julian says, great stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it. I like your voice and the way you speak. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's a part of it, too. You know what I mean? It's, it's my craft, you know, as, as a hypnotist. Just, you know, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions and just, oh, my God, so many hypnosis sessions. Uh, but it's funny because yeah, I hear like old, old recordings and, and yeah, you know, you develop the voice as you go on. Cause I'm, you know, I just, just to, to give you a little peek behind the scenes, even listening to these things, I'm using conversational hypnosis techniques, non-linguistic programming techniques to influence how you think about things. So, you know, I get people all the time on here. They've been listening to my podcast for a while, not even in my programs, but they're always listening to the podcast, always watching the trainings and they're getting good results, you know, because I'm not holding back on you. I mean, I think the coaching program is the coaching program. So people that want to, you know, really, really commit to it and work with me and, and you know, take it to that next level, the, the program's next level, obviously. Um, but I don't hold anything back even on these. I really, really want you to master your weight. 
and uh, you don't have to pay me for that to happen. Uh, I just want to help you. And uh, of course, if you want to work with me and, and pay me, <laughs> of course, you're not really paying me. To be honest, it's like it's really I have like the Robin Hood model um, where, you know, I have very expensive coaching programs. It's 25 grand to work with me, um, you know, initially. Uh, and that allows me to free up time to do all this. I changed everything in January, you know, so that I'm able to really just get the word out there. I just want to just get this stuff out there. I, I was sick of putting it behind a paywall, which by the way, again, if you haven't signed up for that hypnosis session, uh, that you go to my bio and click that link, get that hypnosis session because you get the hypnosis session. I give you that training three steps to master your weight. But then every day I email you like supportive and encouraging coaching. That used to be a program I charged for. Now I just give it to you. It's really good stuff. Again, it'll, it'll cause you to think about your weight and this whole process a lot differently. And, and that's really where I come from is I want you, the way I think you're going to succeed with your weight is to change how you think about things. I don't think it's just to keep doubling down on the diet approach. You know, I think you need a new approach and that a new approach involves you thinking differently about it. You know, um, is hypnosis considered witchcraft? I mean, some people might if they don't understand it, but you know, really hypnosis, it drives me crazy. You know, hypnosis used to be very mainstream in the 1900s up until the 30s, 40s. It was, it was, doctors were using it. It was a part of the medical system before chemical anesthesia came along. They were using hypnosis for all kinds of things. And then hypnosis got to be this goofy thing. You know, they goofatized it with the stage shows and stuff. Um, and so... Now people think of hypnosis and, oh, you're going to be cluck like a chicken or, you know, and it's all this weird stuff about it. But the reality of hypnosis is that you, you, you are always in a state of hypnosis to some degree. And the classic example is that like when you're watching a movie or a show, like when you're watching a movie, right, all your attention's absorbed on the screen and you're experiencing that movie inside of yourself. You're not experiencing the, the theater you're not in a dark room with a bunch of people. You're not, that's not your experience. Your experience is that you're in that movie. That's hypnosis. And so how do you, when you, when you put yourself vicarious in that movie, you're having those experiences through your imagination. And what that does is it can literally create neural path in a practical sense. So the movie's just entertainment. But to use that in a practical sense, what happens is, and you're always hypnotizing yourself, folks, right? You, let's be honest. You're always... The way your mind works is you're always kind of pre-programming yourself. We're always on autopilot. That's how our brain's designed. We're not consciously making every little decision all day long. I hope you know that. We're on just autopilot. And if you think about tomorrow, tomorrow's Tuesday. And if you think about tomorrow, like I bet you have a pretty good idea how your day's going to go. And if you're really honest, you're going to be, you're going to know what you're even going to eat. You know what you're going to eat for breakfast. You know what you're going to eat all day long. Good and bad. You know, if you're really honest with yourself, you know you're going to eat that ice cream. You know, and you're already looking forward to it. And that pre-programming is what's creating and building the momentum and bringing you to that moment. So a lot of your reading is happening further. You know, it happened earlier in the in time. I hope that makes sense. Um, so anyways, with program yourself, then we take advantage of that. And so you learn how to program your mind so that you eat differently. But a lot of that happens earlier. So, but but it's not witchcraft. Witchcraft is, is it's goofy to think that because if that was the case, then we're all witches and we're all under witchcraft. You know, it's that simple. So, um, yeah. Do you believe in having two slim fast shakes and one evening meal for weight loss? Uh, no, Natalie, I don't. I wouldn't drink a slim, sh slim fast shake for anything um, at all. Because here's the thing. I'll tell you this real quick. Oh, what's up, Michigan? Uh Here's the thing with slim fast. 
again, I was just joking. I don't know if you heard about this. I was talking about the diets and how they're all owned by food companies. Um, and I don't know if this is, again, when I say this, these are all companies that own these companies. They, they change hands all the time. But I say it just to make a point, you know, that um, anyway, SlimFast was owned by the same company as Ben and Jerry's, Unilever, you know. But anyways, uh, that, those SlimFast shakes, man, I would not base my weight loss on those ever, never, ever, never. Okay, because the main ingredient that's stripped out of the standard American diet that has us all hungry all the time, right? Because if you're eating a lot of processed food, you're hungry all the time. Okay, uh, so you need to know that what you want to do is you want to change what you're eating, and if you start putting more fiber into your body, you're gonna feel a lot more satisfied. So I would skip the slim fast shakes, and I would start to put more high quality nourishment in my body. There's two big things making you hungry. Two big things you're not getting. One is fiber, and the other is micronutrients. So if you're eating a highly processed diet, you're not getting a lot of the micronutrients your body needs. And if your body doesn't get enough of the micronutrients, guess what it does? It sends you a hunger signal, so that you're hungry. So that's a, that's a big part of it. And then fiber, we've evolved to eat fiber. Lots and lots of fiber. Even Paleo Man. Was, they, they estimate now is eating 130 grams of fiber a day. That's like, that's the primary thing we ate. And whether the value of fiber, right, we don't absorb it. Well, you know, the, the most, the, the main fiber I'm talking about, um, it stays in your intestinal tract. But that's a good thing because that staying in your intestinal tract makes you feel full. It activates a thing called the ileal and the colon break, which send a signal to your body. We're, we're good. We're full. So that fiber is really important, and fiber doesn't process well, so they've stripped it all out of the foods, and it makes you feel satisfied. They don't want that. Understand, all the processed foods, uh, all those processed foods are designed in labs by chemists with unlimited resources to get you to eat as much as possible of it. So all these processed foods are completely unsatisfying. They don't satiate you at all. And so you want natural, healthy food to, to really satisfy yourself. Cause that, that is the core thing you can do diet wise to change your hunger level and ultimately your weight. So there's one more thing, volumetrics, the volume of food and the calorie density of it. So if you take like a hamburger, right, it's this big and it's got a thousand calories in it. And you take a salad that's you know, this big and that has 300 calories in it. Well, the salad's going to make you feel more full cause it's a lot bigger. See, a lot of people make the mistake of thinking it's the calories that are satisfying your hunger. It's not. It's the volume as well. There's other factors too, but the volume of food is a huge part of it. Your stomach has stretch receptors. And so if you just eat a small cookie, not, you know, not only that, but cookies made out of powder. You ever made cookies before? It's all powder, flour, sugar, right? And so those powders go in your body and they're absorbed like that. They, they absorb fast. And now there's nothing in your intestines and you feel hungry again. Well, it's not the calories filling you up. So the more volume you eat, and again, with lower calories. So again, a, sa a salad is has a very low calorie density. It takes up a lot of space, but there's not much calories in it. A cookie is very calorie dense. It's a little and has lots of calories in it. So the more you start transitioning your foods to be more calorie less dense, to, to eating more less calorie dense foods, which let me just I'll stop talking code. That's, that's natural foods, whole foods. Fruits, vegetables, greens, beans. The more of these you get into your diet, what you're going to notice is you're going to reduce your calories, but you're going to feel fuller. That's the holy grail of weight loss, right? A lot of people make the mistake of thinking, well, I need to be really hungry to lose weight. Bullshit. The hungrier you are, when you get yourself starving, you're not going to... What people do is they starve themselves in the day and then they overeat all night. 
I say that all the time. People intermittent fasting. I don't understand them. I'm intermittent fasting. I'm not eating for 16 hours. I'm still not losing weight. Yeah, because the eight hours, you're, you're way overeating because you're starving. You know? So, again, and I'm not saying, well, you know, intermittent fast can work for some people. Um, but, you know, me personally, I need to manage my hunger consistently. So I wake up with an hour, I'm eating. I manage my hunger to a, a, a manageable level. I'm not going through the day just like with iron willpower, not eating when I'm really hungry. I'm strategically managing my hunger, so I'm not that hungry. I hope that makes sense. It's, it's such a game changer. Uh, uh, Sorry, I lost connection. Um, Bloppy-doo. <laughs> Blop. I don't know what that says. I can't read anymore. There's a bunch of letters. I just know you understand. It's crazy how you know the exact way I think. <laughs> Thought I was the only one. That makes me happy, too. I love hearing that. And it's true. I, I literally, I literally know your brain better than you do. I, I really do. I have been studying the dieter mind for 30 years, and I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I know how you think, you know? That's why I come out and say this. I don't give a shit. I want you to know all this because I want you to fix it. I don't want you to keep struggling with the dieting mindset forever. It sucks, and there's no need for it. You know, so it's really, it's not a you thing. So you can take anything out of this, let it be this. Because I know what's happening is I know that you've created this belief now that no matter what you do, you can't lose the weight, that you're the problem. You see all these diets, everyone's getting great results, but not you. Why? Because you don't have the willpower to follow it. That's what you're thinking. And you've gotten to the point now, you're like, oh, it's a point. I can't, I can't lose weight no matter what I do. You know? And what I'm trying to tell you here is that that's a horse shit because every diet's the same. Whether it's, you know, again, whether it's intermittent fasting or, or keto or Mediterranean, it doesn't matter what the philosophy is. It's basically you trying to force yourself to eat in a new way. You got one tactic and it's not enough. You need a holistic approach to make it happen. And when all of a sudden you have a holistic approach, it becomes easier. And then you start getting results. I mean, my whole career is, listen, no one starts with the hypnotist. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm the solution to last resort. I'm the solution when, when nothing else works, then they show up on my doorstep. You know what I mean? Then, then, then when we get to work. <laughs> so um, if you take anything out of this, realize it, it's not you. If you're struggling to lose weight, it's not because you're a weak-willed or a bad person or something wrong with you. It's that you have a horseshit strategy you're trying to follow of dieting. And, and let it be known. Um, now he says, I was on calorie deficit, but struggled to lose weight doing that. I have a deadline, so it's temporary. I'm not sure if it's menopausal. It's like lose weight before much easier. Um, yeah, a deadline. I mean, again, me personally, I never put any, I never put any effort in anything that's going to be temporary for my weight loss. And that was, that was probably the most profound shift I made mindset wise, strategy wise to master my weight is that I never, anytime I'm like, oh, I'm going to. Uh, I'm not, I'm going to do this thing eating wise. I'm going to do this. I always bounce it off of, uh, is, is this something I could see myself doing forever? And if it's a no, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that forever. Then I, I don't do it. I resonate. I mean, okay, this is something I could see myself doing for a long time. Okay. It might be a little hard at first. Okay. I got to work on it, but I'm not doing anything that I don't want to do long term. And so now I have a rock solid eating plan, lifestyle mindset that I want to live this way for the next hundred years. Like I, I love it. I love doing this. And so I've optimized and organized around the long-term success, you know, and, and as far as menopause goes, what I always suggest to people with menopause is to really focus on the lifestyle piece. What's lifestyle. Again, another buzzword that no one really knows what it means and program yourself. Then again, we have a lifestyle blueprint you go through so you can easily and practically implement these eight habits. Proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. You get those eight things in your life on a consistent basis and you transform physically into a different version of yourself. 
that has more energy, that has more clarity of mind, that lowers your unhealthy cravings, that craves healthy foods, that feels more emotionally balanced, you know, and on and on and on. Um, so again, when it comes to menopause, which I've made my entire career out of helping women in some phase of menopause lose weight. So I do not believe that you can't lose weight with menopause. It might be a little different than before. It might be a little slow or whatever, um, but you absolutely can. You know, but it takes a lifestyle shift and, a, and a, a shift in how you're eating. Not not just this, oh, I'm going to try and lose some weight for a little while. I, you got to let that go. It, it's so damaging for, for a million reasons. Um, my problem is when I drink like three beers a day before and I eat like a pig. Yeah, any advice? Yeah, yeah, that happens with the alcohol. There's a couple of reasons. I mean, it lowers inhibitions. It spikes blood sugar, which leads to cravings. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I don't know what I started to do before I really kind of got a handle on the drinking and I had a huge binge drinking problem. Um, one of the favorite first thing I started doing was I started drinking a lot of water. I was like, oh, that'll help you with a headache, you know, and it was kind of did. And so like, I really kind of trained myself to drink a lot of water with that. So that may help you, you know, kind of balance out some of the, the sugar crashing effects of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the alcohol, you know, again, it has multiple negative effects, you know, for a reason. So, I mean, I would probably cut down a bit, you know, might be the way to go. Eat healthier food, too. That can be helpful. Um, what about insulin resistance? What about it? Um, Mary Jo, let me know what you mean. I could, I could talk about insulin resistance, but I don't, I, let me know your specific question about it. I don't want to just talk randomly about it in the way you don't mean. Uh, I'm only eating salads, but I still can't lose weight. Oh, okay. But how long have you only been eating salads for? I think I asked you the other day and I never got the answer. Let me know how long you've been eating salads for. And if you've really only been eating salads, what does that mean? I am only eating salads. Does that literally mean you're eating salads three times a day and that's it? Honestly? And for how long? And then I'll answer that. Um, Scott says, all I think about is food. Trulicity hasn't even helped. I just want to eat less and eat healthier. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, all I think about is food thing. You know, I, I don't. I get that. See, again, people in my program all are overthinkers, and so this is a common thing because you got this really powerful brain that just gets fixated on things. And uh, again, so 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 much of it is learning how to use that brain and moving in the direction you want to go in. Um, so it's not necessarily a bad thing to always think about food. It just again, I, this is a hard one for me to answer. Just generally, I like to know the nuts and bolts of it, which. Um, that's something to do. Let, let me just know in the messages or let me just know by hearts if you would do. I'm just curious. One of the things I was thinking about doing is starting to do like 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 a live Zoom call where you could work with me. Like, like you get on just it's free, free. You could like just hop on and we just kind of go back and forth. And I kind of coach you. I mean, this is what I do. And, um, and now you, you would be like you would be um, you have to sign like a waiver because it would be on my podcast and it would be out there in the world. Um, but it would. uh if, they, if that's something you'd be interested, you know, if you'd be interested in talking to me or doing that, um, you can certainly send me a message, you know, but that's something I'm thinking about kind of sending out there and doing. Because then I can go way more deep in this because, you know, it's hard to do this with, without a little more information. But uh, but anyways, yeah, I, a million people I work with, all, all I think about is food. Uh, it's again, what it comes down to is you have no, you have no control over your mind, you, you know, like you, you have no idea how to influence your thinking in your own mind. That, that to me is that that's that that's literally 100 percent not 100 but that's like 90 percent of what we do in program yourself then is learning how to deal with your mind how to run it 
I mean, we live in a world where you're never taught to deal with your mind. You don't even know your mind. You know, you have a conscious mind, a subconscious mind. They, they work completely different. How to influence both of them? You know, probably not. Um, so, again, you, you've got willpower to try and stop yourself, but you don't know how to deal with the, the deeper subconscious programming thoughts. So it's, it's a hard question to answer. But it's not, it's not, like, a, it's not like you can't be fixed because all you do is think about food. That's normal. Um, Veronica says no way that may be true will you consider audiobooks I love to listen but have bad eyes so it's challenging to read some oh yeah absolutely I'm, I'm gonna make a um, I'm gonna make a book um, and, and I don't know if, I, if you mean my, my book I'm gonna put a book out but um, audiobooks in general are great it doesn't matter if you're reading them or listening to them okay text me I promise maybe because I'm always sleeping with no energy whatsoever um, promise what that you're literally eating three salads a day for how long answer that question come on i'm studying dentistry and my brother is a doctor we should statistically not be obese but we both are uh why you know i'm glad you said that because it brings up the most important piece of information that you could ever know that information does not equal behavior okay i've worked with i've worked listen i did it costs a lot to work with me right so i work with phds from harvard in psychology uh doctors plenty of doctors very successful business people. What I'm trying to say is people that are very focused, motivated, ambitious, driven, willpower out the wazoo when it comes to work, all these things. They've accomplished amazing things, but they're struggling with their weight and their health. Don't make any sense. <laughs> That's my private client in a nutshell. And so information does not equal behavior, though. Um, and the example I like to use is that you know how to write, right? You could write a letter with your hand. You could write a sentence, a paragraph, a whole letter. Now, you have everything you need to know about writing, you know, but you can't do it with the other hand. Just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you can do it with the other hand. You need to practice it. You need to install it. Because the truth is, you write subconsciously. And so you can, you can be a dentist, you can be a doctor, you can have the smartest brain in the world. If you don't know how to influence your behaviors, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I hope that makes sense, you know? Because I know that's what most of my clients are just stuck in a state of, perpetual frustration how can i be this way here you know so successful with all these skill sets here and then not use them here you know what i mean like, like that's a, that, that's a big part of my my clientele um, i'm getting married in september so i so i can have a better eating plan after that once i have the time yep, yep. got you um yeah well short-term weight loss is always it's always a challenge um why do you think that is? We should be thin. Why should you be thin? Because you know better? Is that why you think? Whoops. Um, is that what you mean? Because everyone knows... Listen, everyone knows what they should and shouldn't do. It, it's, that's not the problem. I always use this example. If you were a robot and you could just type in what you're going to eat all day, right? Knowing what you know now, like you're just going to type in what you're going to eat all day and then you're a robot so you just did it, like you wouldn't have any problem losing weight. The problem isn't knowing what you should and shouldn't eat. The problem is you can't get yourself to do it. So who gives a shit? You could be a doctor. I've worked with plenty of doctors. <laughs> they know all that stuff, but they can't get themselves to do it because your, your weight is a physical projection of your mental self, you know? And so, listen, I'll tell you the truth. You could be overweight, overweight doctor, overweight dentist. Again, all the knowledge in the world, deep down you think of yourself as an overweight person. If you want to know the shortcut to the quick answer of that, you, you identify as an overweight person. That's how you see yourself in the world. Doctor, dentist, doesn't matter. And until that changes, none of it will matter. Um, everything makes sense what you're saying. Thank you, Natalie. Um, see you later, Chuck. Uh, steak sauces. How do I join your program? Uh, you can go to programyourselfthin.com uh, and you can, you can learn about the program there. 
Um, and whether you join the program or not, make sure that you go to my bio, click that link and get your hypnosis session. It's free. It's a kickstart session. So, uh, it's designed to help you get motivated, you know, to, to lose weight. Um, yeah. And Allie says that sounds amazing doing a zoom. All right, Natalie. Well, here's what, here's what you got to do. Go again, make sure you go sign up for the, um, the hypnosis session. Cause then you get on my email list and um, I'm only going to offer the zoom stuff, the, the free zoom call, uh, to people on my email list. Cause I had to have them sign a thing. Okay. So, but, but if you, so if you want to do that, get on there. Cause I'm, I'm definitely going to do that because I, I love, I was thinking, well, we'll see how people like it or not, you know, but I've done a couple of these on my YouTube channel where I did some coaching sessions for free and, uh, just put them out there. Cause I think, you know, there's what I'm saying, but then to see it in action in a real actual situation, I think is a lot more powerful because it has more context to it. You know, here, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm taking your questions, but it's kind of, it's just one question. So there's a lot more context to everything. And I think that makes it more meaningful. But yeah, make sure you get on that, that email list and I'll, I'll send some info and I'll, I'll, I'll test it out maybe this week even, you know, my, my, I'm just going to pick a time and if you can make it, you make it and not, not, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Brooklyn Dogma. Hey, Brooklyn Dogma. I've seen your name before. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So get on there, everyone. Anyone who's even interested in that, you should be on my email list anyways. I mean, it's, it's the most valuable email list there is. Um, yeah. Okay, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Get on there. 52 and I've tried everything. Yeah. That's like, that's my clientele in a nutshell. Six, 50s, 60s. They've tried everything and nothing's worked and now they can't even get started. You just, you're flummoxed and you're apathetic, right? You just don't believe anything can work. Um, but again, I, I, let me, let me just hold out hope for this. You know, people, oh, I've tried everything, but you haven't tried a mindset approach. You definitely haven't tried my approach because my approach is the only one on the market. There's nothing even close to mine. I mean, listen, it's not even a hypnosis program. It's really not. And, and I would not even suggest a hypnosis program unless you just want to waste your money. And again, I love my hypnosis people, but the truth is there's just, there, there's not a lot of good information out there. I had to create all this myself. Just being honest. I, I'm not trying to sound like some egotistical nut job, but I literally, I, I had to come up with almost all, I, I read 50 books a year. I've done over five times before. I guess a weight loss session. So I'm always like, I, I follow the Jeet Kune Do model. It's Bruce Lee's philosophy of, of martial arts where take, study everything, take what works and discard the rest. And that's how I've come up with program yourself then. But what makes it unique is it's all based on people that have been successful, not just losing weight, but keeping it off for at least two years. And once you start doing that, you start to notice very obvious recurring patterns. Um, and they're all mindset. It's not, it's not the, it's not the techniques. Do you understand? Like people that lose 20 pounds in a month and people that lose 50 pounds for 10 years, they're doing the same techniques while they're, they're losing the weight, but the people that keep it off are the ones that keep up the techniques. And so what's the difference? It's not the techniques. It's not the willpower. It's the mindset shifts they all experience and, and create. And so even if you realize that there's no program out there showing you how to create those mindset shifts. Who's got a 60-page workbook, fill-in-the-blank workbook, where you customize your own weight mastery blueprints? You let me know. <laughs> who, breaks, who breaks the weight loss down? Who has a comprehensive system? It's mindset, lifestyle, eating. And the mindset piece, even if you're like, oh, yeah, I got to change my mindset. That's kind of a buzzword, too. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean you got to change your mindset? What do you mean, mindset? Please explain it to me. And again, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I'm proving it to, to make a point that people throw buzzwords out. They dazzle you with bullshit mindset. What's that mean? Well, I'm saying it, but what, what, when you get into the program, it's six categories. We go through literally, we start with motivation because you ain't even motivated. Hate to tell you, but you're not motivated. Don't get mad with me. You're not motivated to lose weight, right? You don't want to lose weight. You wish you'd lose weight. This distinction is crucial because your first challenge is you got to get motivated. 
I do these all day long, right? I'll get 60, 50, 60 people on these call on these lives. You know, there'd be like five people go and get the free hypnosis session, watch the free training I give them, you know? So it's like, just because you think about losing weight all day, you have to recognize that thinking about losing weight all day is not wanting to lose weight. It's wishing that you'd lose weight, wishing that you'd wake up tomorrow and didn't just start eating better and lose the weight. You know what I mean? And so to drive the point home, because I know you might be mad at me now. You're like, Jim, I want to lose. Don't tell me I don't want to lose weight. Um, on a scale of one to 10, how much do you think you want to lose weight? What's your motivation level? One to 10, 10 being the most, one being none. Where are you at? Okay, you got your number. And so now I'm going to give you a, a thought experiment to see if that's true. Let's imagine the person in your life that you love the most was kidnapped. And the kidnapper says, listen, if you don't lose weight this month, you're never going to see this person again. What's your motivation level now? Would you struggle to lose weight in that scenario? Or would it be the easiest weight loss you ever achieved? It'd be the easiest weight loss you ever achieved, right? Why? <laughs> because you'd be motivated at a genuine level 10. And that level 10 motivation makes everything else easier. They, they, the kidnapper could put all your favorite foods around the house and you wouldn't give a shit because you'd be so what? Focused on your goal. You'd be so committed to getting that that you, it would be easy. So motivation is the first thing and you don't have any clue how to motivate yourself. Don't get upset with me, but in the program yourself, then it's, it's, there's two levels. I call it the motivation matrix. Level one is pain and pleasure. Do you know how to use pain and pleasure to motivate yourself? Do you know how to motivate yourself to lose weight by using pleasure? <laughs> Probably not. Um, and then, then the second level is intrinsic, extrinsic motivation. It's the science of motivation. Do you know about this? You can look it up. Read it for free, please. <laughs> because if you don't know the science of motivation, what are you doing? And I know what you're doing. You're winging it. You're winging it. Let's be honest. You're winging it with your willpower. You got whatever plan you try. I've tried everything. Well, okay, all, they're all diets. And you try and force yourself to follow them starting tomorrow, being perfect with it. And what do you do once you make a mistake? You got no plan. So anyways, it starts with motivation. Once you're really motivated, then the work really starts. It starts with your self-image. Do you know that? Do you know as much as you hate being overweight, you actually kind of like it? Because you're familiar with it. You got to admit, you don't like being overweight, but you're familiar with it. And if you're familiar with it, that means you're comfortable with it. Because your brain's main job is to be a prediction machine. Predict what's coming up so you can survive. And so your subconscious mind wants to maintain the status quo, overweight and all, because we understand our way in the world this way. You got to understand this. When you start losing weight, when you start eating healthier, it rocks the boat of your life. It rocks the boat of your relationships, your lifestyle, your day-to-day behaviors, how you think, what you do, your routines. (laughs) So anyways, so so it's an inside-out process where you start to, again, this is where it comes down. You got to take your weight loss, wrap it in personal development, and it all starts by defining I'm not, I don't want to lose weight. I don't want to lose 20 pounds. I don't lose 30 pounds. That's, that's such a shitty goal. I, I can't tell you what a shitty goal that is. You don't tell me what's a shitty goal. Oh, yeah, well, how much weight have you lost with that goal you fucking had for 50 years? How could you keep thinking it's a good goal if it never works for you? You know? So, uh, you know what's a better goal? <laughs> is you say, Who do, who's the best version of me? Hey, I got one life here, as far as I know. I got one chance. What's the best version of me? What's the best relationships I could have? What's the best things I can do in my life? How do I want to feel? How do I want to live? Who do I want to be? Can you feel that? (laughs) That's motivation. And so it's about identifying who you want to be on a a big level, making it big. Because that's the goal. Guess what? It's way more motivating than watching a scale go down. And you still being miserable. (laughs) Okay, so we got got motivation. Then we got self-image. Then we got habits. How the fuck are you trying to change your habits? I know how. 
<laughs> Do you know the neuroscience of habits? Go read the book, The Power of Habits, Charles Duhigg. Just start there. Atomic Habits, read that one. Just something. Because what are you doing? I know what you're doing. You're using willpower just trying to force yourself to act different. To not have, like, any strategy or understanding what habits are. Like, what are you even serious? <laughs> I gotta, I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but you know, what I, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make a point. That it's like, you haven't tried everything. You, you have no, you've never done any of these things I'm talking about. You do not think these are important? <laughs> I would make the example, like, the three pillars of weight mastery are, I make a pyramid shape, because the bottom level is mindset, then lifestyle, then eating. And what's everyone trying to do? I'll just not change the eating. Well, how are you going to... How are you can deal with your mindset? Fuck my mindset. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna force. I'm not gonna eat more carbs. Okie dokie. You ever tried that before? Oh yeah. Yeah, I tried fifty times. Does it ever work? No. Well, what's gonna be different this time? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, do you not feel this way, folks? Okay, so we got those three rays. We got what do we got? We got motivation. We got uh, self-image. We got habits. Then we got emotions. Do you think being able to handle your emotions a little better might be important when it comes to weight loss? Do you think your emotions have anything to do with how you eat? <laughs> what have you done to deal with your emotions? What, what ability do you have to experience the emotions you want to experience in life and to deal with the shitty emotions you don't want to experience? What strategies you got at your disposal? What, what, what ability do you have to manage your emotions? If it's, if it's nothing, if it's a willpower again, oh, gives it, who gives a shit about my emotions? I'm just going to eat well. Okay. Okay. Go get in a big fight with your, your spouse and then see if, you don't, if, you, if your eating's still good. You know what I mean? Like get some bad piece of information. Feel depressed. Feel lonely. Then tell me how your diet's going. Anyways. And then the next one is mindset specifically. It's really how to think like a thin person. Specifically, breaking it down. Like what questions do you ask? Solution and problem-oriented thinking Are you familiar with that fixed and growth mindset yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of like specific things about how to think like a thin person like once you know it you're like oh you know it's it's, it's like learning another language in some ways it's easier because it's english still you know? and then the final one's maintenance <laughs> what maintenance strategies you got i know what you got you, you think oh, once i lose the weight then i'll deal with that jim don't 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 <laughs> don't harsh my vibe man i just want to lose the weight then i'll deal with it okay Christ, I mean, 95% of people that lose weight put it back on. Don't you think you, you might want to start with your maintenance plan? Because who gives a shit if you lose the weight if you can't maintain it? So program yourself then. Again, we start with the end. Again, this is just Stephen Covey. Start with the end in mind. Start with the end in the beginning. We start with the maintenance plan. From day one, we start with the maintenance plan because it's about living at your goal weight. So if you can do some, oh, I'm going to do a water fast. What do you think of water fast? Well, I think it's stupid. Because are you going to water fast forever? No, I'm just going to do it to kickstart things. So you're, you're waiting, what, a week, two weeks, a month until you start actually figuring it out? Because who gives a shit if you can lose a bunch of weight quick if you can't maintain it? And by the way, maintaining, speaking of maintenance strategies, who, who are you to think you're going to, you don't need maintenance strategies until you lose the weight? Don't you think you might want to learn some maintenance strategies so you can get from day one to day two? Are you so cocky you don't even need maintenance strategies to get from day one to day two? Week one to week two? Month one to month two? Don't you think you might want to learn some maintenance strategies now? How to deal with stress? How to deal when you feel like shit? I don't know. So, so anyways, that's my mindset thing. So you tell me someone else who breaks out mindset like that. Hey, I saw you a few weeks ago and I changed my mindset. I want to be fit. I don't want to lose weight. Hey, great job. I love that sunflower. Thank you so much for that. You are welcome. That's awesome. Tech says, I eat one to two salads a day, but I'm always sleeping because I have no energy. I haven't lost any weight. Um, yeah, you might have to add some more calories in perhaps. I and mean, that's why you're tired. 
again, I can't give, I, I, I never, I'm not a nutritionist or dietitian anyways, folks. So I, that's important to know, but I couldn't tell you what to eat, but yeah, maybe talk to a doctor or nutritionist there. Um, if eating snacking every two to three hours, does insulin stay elevated? Oh, okay. Um, hey, listen, everybody's different. I will tell you that. Um, it, it, that's so important to realize. So what I would suggest is if, you know, get, get yourself a, a glucose monitor, you know, see, see what, how your body responds to eating and what happens. Cause I work with so many people and it's just all over the place, you know, things that you thought were, um, you know, high glycemic foods don't affect them. It's just, it's all over the place. So I, I couldn't answer that question specifically to you, but I would suggest that you get a blood glucose monitor and monitor yourself. Notice how your body, um, handles those things. I'm always thinking about food. How do you be normal? It's, it's so fascinating to me. I'll tell you that the, the best thing that's come out of the Ozempic thing in my world is the food noise conversation, which I'll do. I'm going to do a whole thing on because that's my real, like, like that's my whole world is, is th- what's food noise. It's your internal dialogue. And, oh, why is it always about food? Jim, why do I always think about food? Hmm. Let's, let's think about this. Could it be because you're seeing hundreds of food ads every single day? <laughs> every food ad you see is a hypnosis session. I mean, if you listen to my hypnosis sessions, if you listen to 40 of them a day, <laughs> all you'd be doing is thinking about eating healthy stuff and being your best version of you. <laughs> so why do I have food noise? Yeah, because you're constantly surrounded by, uh, you're constantly surrounded by negative programming, you know, and then reinforcements when you're driving by, you go in the store, you see it. It's a, you're, you're literally, you're surrounded in it. I'm going to take a medicine that makes me not think about that. Oh, you knock yourself out. You do that. You know, I'm going to do it naturally by changing how I think. I can never change how I think. Why not? Because yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> well, you can learn. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to, I'm not picking on you, Cappuccino, but I, I just hear that so much now, the food noise thing. Um, so just bullshit stuff of weight loss. Listen, here's what it comes down to, folks. There's so much money being made off of you being overweight, unhealthy, and unhappy. I mean, a probably a majority of the economy, I bet. You know? It's certainly, it's all the food. Right? The obesity conspiracy is three main players. It's the food companies, obviously. It's the diets, which are the food companies. And then it's the medical establishment. And I love me some medicine, but come on, man. Let's be honest. It's a business model that's built around treating the symptom, not finding the cure. And nothing pisses me off more than watching doctors sing Ozempic's praises. You know, and, and whatever. I'm, I don't want to get into that right now, but anywho. Um, huh, we say the exact thing to each other so often it's hard to understand. <laughs> Is counting calories a good idea? Uh, you know, a core idea of program yourself then is there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. And so if you love counting calories, knock yourself out. I hate counting calories. So I have chosen to go a more kind of intuitive way. Um, so by, by structuring my eating, though. So, so there's a structure there. But instead of counting calories, like, you know, very specifically, I kind of get a general. I, I eat very structurally. So I eat the same things regularly. And because I eat very similarly, I've mastered that so that I'm at the exact weight I want to be. I hope that makes sense. But so, so there's no good or bad to it. I do like counting calories as a um, calibration tool anyways, because I think a lot of people have inaccurate ideas of what they're eating. So I think at least taking a little bit of time and kind of clarifying that is very valuable. Um, to imagine that you're going to count calories forever. I know like, like Susan Thompson, Brightlines, um, who I, I think she's brilliant. But, you know, her strategy is she, she measures her food forever. She's going to measure her food. Um, that would be a nightmare to me, you know, and I wouldn't like that. So again, a big part of like what's going to work for you isn't just like what's most effective. It's also what kind of resonates with you. You know, all the diets work if you follow them perfectly, but it's like, do you want to follow them perfectly? You know what I mean? So always take that into account as well. 
Um, been getting your emails for the last three weeks, so I will look forward to this upcoming Zoom. Thanks. Yeah, great, Scott. Yeah, check it out and um, get on there and, and we can talk. That'll be cool. In school for holistic health sciences and mindset is the key. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, Laura, you should really look into the program. If you're in school for this, uh, yeah, this would be some of those valuable information you'd get. Um, bum, bum, bum. Steak sauces. <laughs> I used to love steak sauce. I used to love A1. I used to eat a lot of, lot of steak. And A1 was my favorite. Loved it. It shouldn't be, but I'm focused when I have to shit on somebody. <laughs> I'm sure what you're referring to. Lisa says, I love everything you say. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate that. Mad says, this week I've been working on my all or nothing mindset. I had a cookie earlier and didn't binge. Hey, Mads, all right. That's great. That's so great. Remember, we don't be all or nothing. We want to be all or something. Right, folks? <laughs> I'm just thinking this. You know, like I do this all or something thing with everything, you know, because I'm on the path of mastery with many things in my life. And guitar is one of them. And I've been playing guitar for 30 years. And... I love that I'm all or something with it because there's times when I'm really, really into it and there's times when I'm not. And I never let it go though, you know? So even if I'm not in the mood to play, I will just play things I know and just things that are simple to do just to keep my hands in it, keep a part of my, my routine. And it's like, I'm, I'm getting ready to go into another all phase. And I'm so excited, but it's been, that's one of those things where with the weight loss thing here, so get, hope you get this, right? Cause this is a profound idea. When you're all or nothing, that's what most people think, right? All or nothing. And you're usually nothing. That's what that's what that nothing stands for. You're just doing what you're doing. That's the nothing. And then you start on your Monday. You start your plan. And now you're going to be all. Everything's perfect. And you do that for a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. Come on. And then what do you do? You go back to nothing. Okay? So nothing really changes there. So what I would suggest to you is that going from here to here for a couple of weeks isn't going to make much of a difference in your weight. What makes a huge difference in your weight, and it's a lot easier, is to go from here to here. Hey, oh, that's the all or something. And you, this is this could be 30, 20, 10, 30 pounds. It's way easier. May not bring you all the way to your goal, but it's a way easier way. And now you've got a strong foundation. Do you understand? You hear what I'm saying? It's a paradigm shift of what to do. Because what you're trying to do is make everything perfect. And it overwhelms you and you go back to doing nothing. What I'm saying is take small, strategic, simple, easy actions and raise this part up. And next thing you know, you're a lot closer to all and you've lost some weight and it's easy. Weight loss. Program yourself is the easiest weight loss there is. I just made a video that you should watch it. The laziest weight loss. You should really optimize towards laziness to easiness. You're not. You're looking for the hardest weight loss. Great job, Mads. Um, TB says, I did five days water fast but felt good. Yeah, great. I mean, I think water fasting's fine. I mean, it depends what your goal is. If you're doing it for, you know, health reasons or, you know, spiritual reasons, knock yourself out. But if you're doing it for weight loss, water fasting is, uh, you know, probably not a great idea because it's just a short-term strategy. It sets you up for disappointment. It, it makes a weird relationship with food, you know. But if it works for you, knock yourself out. Julian says, what do you think of calorie counting? I think I just answered that. Sorry for asking the same question twice. Gets my internet is lagging behind. Yeah, I just said, you know, basically calorie count, it's, it's just like everything else. If you love doing it, knock yourself out. You know, there's no right or wrong, only what works for you. And um, same with that. So if you like calorie count, calorie count is probably the most effective, like scientific way to lose weight if you're that type of person, you know. So, um, yeah, feel free to do that. But for, for me, I would hate to do it and I wouldn't do it. So it wouldn't work for me. So what I was saying is that you have to, you got to, whatever strategies you're going to use to master your weight, make sure they resonate with you. There's not just right or wrong strategies. You have to take into account how you feel about it. All right. 
So I hope that helps you out. All right, everyone. Oh, there it is. Uh, Dai says, oh, hey, Dai. Um, hi, is the program still available? I tried to get it, and I only found the hypnosis session. Uh, no, the program's still available. Um, you can go to Program Yourself Then. Email me at jim at programyourselfthen.com. That's my best way. I miss Sometimes people message me through this app, and I just I miss it for whatever reason. But you can message me through the app, too. I'll, I'll see your name. Um, but, yeah, you can go get it. And if you get it, we'll, we're doing our coaching call tomorrow. Good time to start. But, uh, yeah, if you go to programyourselfthen.com, you can see you can sign up for it. And if you have any questions, you can shoot me a message. But, uh, yeah, then you can be started tonight. Listen to your hypnosis sessions, programming yourself, filling out your blueprints, put yourself on the path, the path of success. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. You're traveling tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And remember that too. Like if you ever get, if you do get in the program and you can't make the call, uh, you can always ask questions ahead of time and I answer them on there. Yeah. Great. I'll, I'll look for your email. Naji, you're helping me so much for the first time. I'm losing weight. I can't believe it. I lost three kilos. Hey, that's great. Nice job. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. People like, can't believe it, right? Of course you can't believe it because you just you, you've developed this mindset. Nothing works. I tried everything. Nothing works, and you haven't tried everything. That's what I try to tell you. Not not to be confrontational with you, but you haven't tried everything. <laughs> you know, um, hey, what's up? Is independent? Um, so once you realize you haven't tried everything, it opens the door that you, there's other things you can try. You know, and do um, to get way better results because that, that's literally every client I've had. You know what I mean? No one's ever. No, I've never had someone who's like I've never tried losing weight before, but can I work with you? <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works you know they fried everything and then they get to me um i can't get that that name blop bead lip <laughs> uh, if i were not to do it the all or nothing way do you have an opinion on how often you should weigh oh yeah yeah uh well you, this may sound again I, and i love stuff like this because it may sound counterintuitive from what i just said but it, me personally when i was losing weight I weighed myself every day and I'm a big proponent of that. But I, well, let me preface this by saying, again, there's no right or wrong. It's only what works for you. If you're absolutely hating to test the scale, then, then don't use it. Okay. But, um, I, I like, if you're serious about losing weight, I like weighing yourself every day for a number of reasons. I think getting that instant feedback, that regular feedback is really valuable. Um, it helps you work through your emotional baggage with your weight and with the scale and all that. Um, I think there's just a lot of good things with it. So yeah, it, me personally, and what I encourage people to do, again, if I could work with them and they don't hate the scale, weigh yourself every day. And I'll tell you this, and this may sound crazy to you, but I'm just going to say it because this is where I help people get to, is that you want the scale to feel like the speedometer of your car, right? So when you're, when you're driving your car, if you look, you're not scared to look at it because if you're going too fast, just slow down. If you're going too slow, you speed up. There's a sense of control over it. Okay, so what I'm saying is the reason you detest the scale is because it just it brings right up in front of you the fact that you don't have any fucking clue how to lose weight. You think about losing weight 50 pounds all the time. You don't know how to lose five pounds, to be honest, you know. And so once you, you know, once you have a real strategy, and a real plan to master your weight, the scale just becomes a feedback mechanism. And it's, it's not it's not all this this all emotion that, that it elicits in people. So I hope that makes sense. And obviously your speedometer is valuable, isn't it? <laughs> and so the scale is really valuable, I think. But of course, you can also lose weight without a scale too. So there's that too. Um, Brooklyn Dog Mama, thank you, by the way. I enjoy your emails. They're great. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, listen, everyone. I got to get out of here. But if you um, if you want to get those emails, again, I give you lots of free stuff and I got more stuff coming. I, I, it's, I'm excited about it. But get, it, get on my email list. Um, and you do that by clicking the, the link in my bio. Go get your hypnosis session. I give you a training, three steps to master your weight. And I email you every day. Okay, check it out. 
Um, thanks, Nadia. I love your approach. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'll just say blop. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll check your stuff out. Yeah, great, great. And I hope to see you all in the program. All right, everyone, have a great day. Remember, you can, uh, my podcast is Program Yourself 10. You see it on all the platforms. My YouTube channel is Jim Kitsoulis. TikTok is Program Yourself 10. And I also have a Jim Kitsoulis page, but it's all more hypnosis and other things. But all right, thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day, and we'll talk soon. Bye.